Welcome to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast, where we share our real-life diary entries from the perspective of two hot wives. If you're keen to peek into our slutty diaries, hot wife exploration, and our sexy global adventures, then listen in. Hosted by me, Ozzy Kate, and my girlfriend, Mrs. Milford, we are just two hot wives living our best lives. Now, get comfy, take off your pants, and slide into our diaries, because have we got a story for you. Welcome to another episode of the Hot Wife Diaries podcast. I'm your co-host, Mrs. Milford. You can call me Mallory. And I'm here with my super sexy, well-traveled, wander-lusted friend, Aussie Kate. Hey there, good looking. How you been? What an intro. Hello. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good. I know we've been um, a little MIA lately, but I'm enjoying getting caught up on our diary entries as we've both been busy bees, it seems like. Yep, I've been getting my PhD in sexuality. That's not at all true. <laughs> That's definitely both of our faults, but it's probably a little bit more my fault. So to the listeners out there, I want to say thank you for hanging in with us. We are always going to come back. It's just that sometimes we might be a bit dodgy and that's me. I apologize. Uh, it happens. You know, I, I've had a great kickoff to a little bit of a, a hashtag proud bloody summer. So um, we, we've been hitting the road a lot. We talked about um, some of our travels recently, which reminds me, you and I have to get together. I, I went to Prague and I'm just hooked on Europe at this point. I don't know if it's just like the magic of it being my first trip, but I need to come see you first of all. You've been in Amsterdam how long? Mm, a year and two months. No, wait, no, a year and yeah. three months, something to that. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, it's got to happen. And I'm sure we can come up with some some diary entry stories um, oh, there. Yeah. So Definitely. so calling myself out to be held accountable so you and I get to see each other <laughs> this, this summer or fall. Yes, I would love to take you to some of the clubs out here too, because they are like totally different to American clubs and just kind of showing you some of that like European dazzle. I'm, I'm keen for you to come out here and see that. Are you ready for me to be totally like unfiltered and unloaded though? Like I'm low key a little worried. Like does she know what what she's in for like <laughs> to be that unhinged okay <laughs> okay because if you cheerlead i will go no if, please i'm telling you if i have a hype man come on down it's I- wild because <laughs> you got to remember some of the Europeans, like most of the Europeans too, like sex, sexuality, like body parts is super normal down here. You know, like going to a swingers club, if you speak to, you know, any given Sunday, they've been like, oh yeah, I know where the swingers clubs are. Or like, I, yeah, we've had a threesome or whatever. Like it's really normal. So I doubt you could shock the Europeans. Um, that is not for really? you to test out. <laughs> not throwing down the gauntlet here. You would be able to call me on my bullshit here. Is there a difference between a swingers club and a sex club over there because i've heard sex club a lot yeah most people would say sex club here and that's just because again when you're growing up in european culture it's like oh yeah that's a sex club because like people don't really relate it to anything specific about like swinging or swingers i would also say that if you go into germany especially like there's bd heavy bdsm clubs you know they're kind of Mm. more prevalent than what i would say sex club or a swingers club why do i feel like that coincides with like the delivery of the language because like maybe it's like a little more of aggressive like as it comes out it sounds like it for sure it's the same with croatians when when croatians are having a very passionate conversation it definitely sounds like it's like are they actually having an argument and it's like no they're actually just good friends just catching up that's having a very passionate conversation about like i don't know the price of lettuce so yeah it can sometimes feel that way with some of the some of the languages we get we get over here yeah i would say most people would call it a sex club because it's that's just the vocab from like young i kind of like it 
<laughs> I think I prefer sex club. I think that's what I'm going to use moving forward. I don't know. It just sounds more like leaves a little bit more to the imagination. Yeah. Because some people just go in and just enjoy the environment. They'll jump in the sauna. They'll go in the hot tub, jacuzzi, like be around. People love being nude here. So, you know, that, I think that's probably why it's called sex club versus like a swings club because there's no connotation attached to it that you have to swap with somebody else. Like we need people all the time that just go for drinks and they just want to hang out nude in the pool or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. So now I'm being held accountable. I have to see you. I know I have a few fans out there that have been heavily anticipating these next episodes and have asked, like, how often do you and I get to see each other? I'm like, well, we live on different continents. So there's there's some struggles there. But we do we do travel a bit, like more than the average person. You more than most people I've ever met, just because, well, it's kind of what you do for a living, right? Like mm-hmm. you're what you do involves a lot of worldwide travel. Um and it's kind of always been that way. Yeah. But well, we'll intersect sooner rather than later. Well, we're definitely catching up in October. We know that for sure. For sure. We know that for sure. So we can do some in-person. Uh, maybe I might try to actually fly in a little bit earlier and come and see you in your location before I head down. So maybe we can spend some time together. We can do some actual in-person recording. That might be really cool. I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> we should video it too so people can see that we're actually together. Yeah, that's true. That would be fun. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. I love it. I'm looking at flights. I love it. I look at flights as soon as I get off the call. I love you. This is great. So anyway, just to touch on the episode before I get into um, the reviews, because we had a, a couple since we you know spoke last and you sent me over um, to the I Can't Wait to Read. So in this episode for my diary entry, I want to go into a hot wife experience I had recently in Austin. I referenced on the last episode that everything's bigger in Texas. And I don't know what kind of luck I've stumbled into, but I've I found myself aligned with some pretty well-endowed gentlemen. And it, it's not like absurdly, like we're not going to... Like, it's nothing like Gio was, but like, he was like a solid, like solidly up there as far as above average and not to mention like very well-rounded and had a great experience that I'll love to get into in a bit. But the other side of this conversation I want to have is we've never really talked about what happens after we play with another man and like, we've, we've maybe touched on it, but I want to go into what what happened after I played with him and like the details behind like recording it too, which was really, really, really fun, fascinating and sexy. So super excited about that. I'm very excited to talk about this. It's such an un, unspoken topic. So I'm really keen to hear about this diary story and I've got so many questions already, but I will, I will be patient. I will be patient. <laughs> I love it. All right. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to jump into some of these reviews you sent over yes. to me, which are absolutely amazing. I know. Yes, queen. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm going to blush a little bit because affirmations are hard for me to take. So um, we got a five-star review and it says favorite podcast. This podcast has it all. Sexiness, humor, vulnerability. It is honestly the most entertaining podcast I have listened to. The stories are super hot, but done in a way that is very real and vulnerable. It doesn't come across as Liddy's just telling the audience what they want to hear, but really detailing the experience and how they felt about each detail, what they learned about themselves, and what they learned about life and sexuality in general. Every episode has been amazing. I would love to sit down with these ladies and have an honest conversation about sexuality and culture. Bring a drink, Frankie Bullet. Bring a drink. It is a lot of fun and I feel I feel blessed that you and I get to sit down and have these conversations and it is very much a conversation we would have if the record button wasn't hit. Yeah. So I'm touched that they see it in a similar way. 
Me too, me too. And I, I definitely think, yes, Frank. So Mrs. Milford is a whiskey drinker. I'm a wine drinker. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Love. We're open books. That's so good. Thank you so much for that review. That's amazing. So good. Thank you. This one is OMG exclamation mark and five stars. It says these are by far the hottest women on the planet. Oh, pshaw. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the sexiest podcast and a sexy British accent. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pause right there. She's Aussie, Kate. Aussie short for Australian. Close, but not as close as you'd like to think. Yeah, close, but no cigar. <laughs> <laughs> no cigar. Two different continents. This is Mercy. I'm in love, but not in a stalkerish, stalkerish kind of way. <laughs> With both. Thank you. No Thank you, Oliver Wiswell. Thank you so much for your kind words. Thanks, Oliver. Love it, love it, love it. But yes, I am Aussie Kate, Australian. <laughs> Accents are very similar. We, we did get booted out of, uh, you know, Britain, but, um, you know, don't hold that against me. We're all a bunch of criminals down there in Australia. <laughs> It is. A, it was started as a penal colony, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. I forgot about I that. I was not on the first fleet. We were not part of the rich people that actually had tickets <laughs> down there. We were like, we were in the boats following down in the, you know, down in the bowels working away. But um, Mercy, I'm in love, but not in a stalkerish way. I really, I really enjoyed that. Thanks, I love Oliver. that. Well, thank you for being in love. We love you too. It is, it is pretty amazing to get positive feedback like that. And just to reiterate on the first one, um, you forget that it's vulnerable. I, I'm so comfortable having this conversation with you. Sometimes I forget that people listen and get, have this deep, deep insight into our personal sexual lives. Mm. And they could, they could have opinions that aren't pleasant about it. And again, yet I have, I've yet to see that. I'm sure it exists. And I, if you feel that way, keep it to yourself, please. Because yeah. <laughs> um, we don't need that kind of negativity or hate in our lives. <laughs> yeah. But it is very vulnerable. So I just have an appreciation, but recognizing that. Yeah, for real. I actually forgot about that too. And as you're reading out, I was thinking like, that's that's an interesting, I guess, perspective, because you're right. Like mm-hmm. if we're going to talk about, you know, hey, the reality is, yeah, sometimes we get rejected. Sometimes we get stood up. Sometimes you get ghosted. Sometimes all these things happen. And, you know, I I guess we're just kind of, to your point, we're just telling telling each other what's going on. But yeah, it could definitely be seen as vulnerable. So I, I really appreciate that as well. Yeah. Amen. All right. I want to talk dirty. Can we get into my diary entry? Because I've, I've been excited to talk to you about this and I've been holding it back. I don't know why you're still waffling on. Can you just get to the point? Already? <laughs> all right. I'm going. So recently I took a trip to Austin and I had been um, talking to this person for quite some time, getting to know them. And since we were traveling there, um, I raised the flag and said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be in the area and I'd love to like have an opportunity to have drinks, see if that chemistry I feel is there is like now is going to be there in person. And was really honest about like what I do and who I am and, like I would love to catch because the exhibitionist side of me, regardless of where I lie, is Mrs. Milford mm-hmm. loves to get that kind of stuff on film. Anyways, it's it's masturbatory fodder, even just for me. But he's got the whole lay of the landscape and has it was really really cool about it. And sometimes it scares people. Sometimes people have a ton of questions. And in his particular case, the thought that he, we'd have an opportunity to do that if everything went well really really turned him on. He loved 
the idea of being video. And it's one of the first times that I truly felt like that was a legit, I don't want to call it kink, but something that was really sexually attractive mm. for him. Like he was like, mm, catch it us on video. Like, and I don't even know that it's an exhibitionist thing per se. Maybe just like a, a desire that he had that he didn't really know he kind of had. And once it's presented itself, then, you know, the idea it's turning yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he had moments where he's like, yeah, I've been with people and like we've like maybe recorded like a blowjob job like for like a minute or two but never like an entire play session and i'm like oh honey i've got you <laughs> even if this doesn't go anywhere it's never published yeah like we just do it for fun to say you did like I- i've got you so i have high hopes but i always go in a little tempered thinking if it doesn't work out it's still okay we're still friends well that's not that's not what happened that's not even close to what happened so i get to austin i see him the next day like after i'm settled we go out for a drink and it was like you, you were, were like old fast friends. We just picked up right where we left off in the phone conversation. He was super kind, comfortable. And I really love that guys are wearing shorts that are just a little bit shorter than mm. they have been the last 10, 10 years. Because let me tell you, like, I, I don't look at men's legs. Like, it's just not something I'm attracted to per se, but like, I couldn't help but notice. Like, he had some really, really fit legs without being like super duper bodybuilder, like, just fit. Like rugby legs. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And like he had this nice like little like you could tell he'd lift or squatted a little. And again, I, I'm not attracted to necessarily a physique specifically because if I lined up everyone I've slept with over the last 10, you know, 10 to 20 years, they're going to they're going to be all over the place. It, it would be like a criminal lineup and it's like choose the right one and it would be a dude with a mustache and at the other end of the spectrum would be like a Norwegian person who's twice the height. Correct. And then like- <laughs> Correct. So I totally got busted checking out his legs and his butt. And he thought it was super sweet. And I was mildly embarrassed. But that kicked off like this playful banter. So we have a couple of drinks. I invite him back to my place, you know, because I I like to take things in steps and kind of see where they're going. But I am like, I decided before we left the bar that if it went in in the play direction that I'd be a, a really, really happy girl. We were just hitting it off. And I was dying to kiss him. But for some reason, I didn't w- want to make the first move. I needed him to do it this time, just so I knew I wasn't crazy and misreading the information I was getting. This was a traditional hot wife date, right? So you're out Correct. on your own and hubby, because I know we're going to talk about hubby later. So hubby is somewhere else. So so he's around, but not in it. Yeah. Because we're, we traveled to the same place. So he's doing his own thing. Before we left, we sat down and talked to said, hey, if we do play and we do record it, can we just have everything set up and ready to go? He's like, absolutely. So like upstairs, we had a room designated for playtime, cameras, microphones, lighting, everything set up to to just, I go in there, I hit a button, my camera, actually, I can talk to it and tell it to start recording, which is really cool. That's fancy. That's dope. Let me tell you <laughs> how awesome it is. It's like talking to, but because um, I don't want to say her name and have her interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I don't have to get up and press things and ruin the moment. I can just use the speech thing wow. and, and move on. It's so cool. That is cool. Um, so, so we had that all set up. So like we're having a drink. Hubby's doing his own thing. And I'm trying to channel like this coy, like may I make eye contact. And if no one ever read my mind before to, that day, he managed to. He comes over grabs my waist, kisses me. It's really hot. I can feel like all the tingles going and I just got really bold. I'm like, I'd really love to take you upstairs. It's, is that something we can do? And then the gut twist because there's a pause and he's like, oh my God, I thought you'd never ask. And I was like, Whoo. oh my God. <laughs> 
question. Yeah. It's sundress season. Were you in a sundress? I was in, no, I was in a romper. Ooh, okay. Which is like, but it was like open air, mm-hmm, kind of like mm-hmm. it's one piece. So effectively, guys, FYI, if you don't know this about girls, if we're in a romper, a one piece outfit, we have to get naked. Like yeah. there's no other option. You are literally <laughs> naked underneath. That's so you true. have to get naked to go to the bathroom. And it's it's easy access too. Yeah. And if you get, you get the little, le- just the little bottom of your butt ledge sometimes with a romper that you can see when they're following you as well. So, you know, there's, uh, there's delicious things all around. Yes. And it's, um, it, as long as the legs are wide enough, a little Sharon Stone moment, mm-hmm. which I totally did at the bar uh, just to yes. see if he'd look. And he did. He, he looked like a gentleman. He looked out of the corner of his eye. He didn't like <laughs> lean in on it, but he totally looked like, all right, I think he's, I think he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's into me. So he said, I thought you'd never ask. And like my heart's racing. Like I'm starting to get like that light, happy sweat going on. So I'm turning the air down so it's nice and cool. I take him upstairs. We bring a drink with us. I have him get comfortable. So you don't have to, you know, you can undress, disrobe, like take your shoes off. Just you get comfortable. I want to put on something special for you. So I go in the other room and I'd already put it on a hanger, did the whole ceremony. I had lingerie picked out just for him because I wanted to do the whole like garter and oh, right. like thigh highs and bra, like that super classic, like sexy look. Because I also like to sometimes keep my lingerie on when I have sex. Yeah. So I put the panties on over the garter mm-hmm. so he can just take those off and I can leave the garter and the stockings on because there's just heels. something really hot. Uh, I did not keep heels on because it was wood floor and oh, it was yeah. like kind right. of yeah yeah it was kind of wonky i didn't want to like get my heels stuck in a slat <laughs> the sexy kind of side side to side like shimmy and walk in and then you're like wait a second uh, and I, uh. and the, yeah uh, got stuck or like teetered over because that would be totally on brand for me by the way true <laughs> um so no I, i'm barefoot but i love the look especially when like a guy is behind you and Maybe you're getting a side angle when I'm watching the tape back and like the garter straps are framing your ass and like tapering the thighs and just like highlighting the waist with the garter belt. For me, that's super sexy. I, I absolutely love that. I love that they have something to kind of hold on to as well. Like not only are they holding under your waist, but you can feel them kind of grab the straps. They're not like using them like they would like a bridle for a horse per se, but like <laughs> just that tactile sensation that it's an accoutrement to the experience is is really, really hot. Yeah, you're right. I do like that side profile with the with the garter strap at the back. I also love uh-huh. it. You can see the front is got a little bit of like, how do I even say this? I don't even know how to phrase this. but Like a scallop? This, the slack in the front because you're bent over and the back of the garter, like it's framing it that way, but the little ones at the front have slack in them. So they're slack like, on them. yes, that's, that's yes, really so sexy scallops. for me. Yep. That's sexy for me. I love seeing that because I'm like, Oh, that in my head, I'm like, she's bent over then. You know what I mean? Like I equate that slack and I'm like, Oh yes. And you can see it when you're on top too. Like the, 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 and feel it, it kind of like pushes and pulls front mm-hmm. to back when you're riding somebody. So this piece had a close and open cup. So it was like lacy right to my nipples, but I could take the sheer lace down and have it be a complete open cup top sexy so it was like i i literally picked this out special just for him oh. and part of me loves doing that like maybe it's compulsive maybe it's part of like the ceremony of playtime mm-hmm. but it was it was super sexy playing the tape back and looking because we did record this uh it is on my page so when i went and watched there is a scene where and he was so fucking good in the sack he was really good at reading me um shifting positions and angles watching my body language and nonverbal cues like he we were just 
totally simpatico and in sync. Oh, like, nice. Oh, yeah. I would 100% would recommend again and again. Um, but there was this moment where I still have my lingerie on, my tits are out, and I decide to ride him facing him because he was marveling at, at my boobs earlier um, or just prior to that, like not obsessing, but like really focusing on them. And hit the way his cock was, it felt so good at that angle that I got a little carried away and started, you know how like you you can hop while you're on? Yeah, yeah. You could kind of wriggle or you can like shift your hips back and forth like this, yeah. like front to back, like really fast. So I had to laugh at myself, but I knew I was going to come. So I'm, I am just fucking the brakes off of him, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like a little Jack rabbit. You were doing your own thing. You were like, I'm going to get mine. He had no choice. Like he, he, I was off the reservation. I was (laughs) going to come. It was happening. And the look on his face, like after I finished and he realized like what was happening, like he was so like grinning ear to ear. Like he's like, that was fucking awesome. (laughs) Do it again. I was like, no, I need, we need to switch positions. (laughs) We got to, we got to move to something else. But we ended up playing for, oh my God, a good over an hour, I want to say, like just nonstop. Like we kept switching the condom out and whatnot. Very nicely done down. I want to say from a cock length perspective, he's all of like nine inches. Perfect. Yeah. Like very nice girth. And again, just fucking stellar in the sack super attentive was really really good at going down on me and fingering me too and like having like brief intermissions between positions and then i think we were slowly undressing he actually used my bra strap at one point when i was when he was on top of me and i was like belly down or face down to kind of use that kind of like a bridle on a horse (laughs) which was hot it was super hot, but like a little funny too. Yeah. It was probably from a position angle, perfect. probably one of my favorite videos that we've done because you could just see like the natural flow. We're both having a great time and there's like sexy progressions to the whole thing. And I absolutely loved it. How long were you talking to him for before you set up the date and went for the play? Like was it? Um, like a month. Okay. So pretty, pretty, pretty quick, really. Yeah, like I'm up. Like, um, I don't want to get into like necessarily how we met. Yeah, yeah I don't cool. want to give that the, the secret sauce away there. But yeah, it was probably at least a month, if not longer, maybe five five weeks or so. That's good. And you just had yeah. that that connection. Yeah, I mean, some of this like pre yeah. I don't want to call it pre work because that just sounds yeah. like so clinical. But having some of these like really fun conversations beforehand translates so mm-hmm. well to the play session. And so I honestly think that your banter with this person beforehand translated to you having a great session. You know, an hour of just. Uh, like fucking amazing play a hundred percent and i think that's what like i tell people i don't have sex to have sex that's a transaction and i have i have great sex on a regular basis why would i settle for less outside of here when i'm being adventurous and going out of the box you know just good sex isn't good Mm. enough so having that connection makes great like the sex great or excellent or stellar or supersonic like there's an opportunity there to to really maximize those play sessions and it, if you're willing to invest the time i fucking make it worth it yeah exactly what was your favorite part about yeah. the play session with him he was super into me and, and he was really again really really good about reading the situation switching the angle not stopping knowing when because sometimes people misread like the nonverbal cues and they'll stop when something feels really good because sometimes I'll forget to say, don't stop, that feels good. 
I do, but I don't always. Yeah. And he was really good at reading like the don't stop messaging. And I I know I was really into him and he was doing a good job because I was wet from my hip bones to my knees. And I'm not a squirter, but like I come, I physically come and I get super, super wet when I'm turned on. So if if I had one measure and I couldn't remember anything about the play session before, if my thighs and hips are wet, he did good work. <laughs> he did great work. And there were there was freaking lingerie all over that room. <laughs> How long did you guys spend between like oral and like fingering and everything versus like actual fucking? I would I want to say it wasn't quite fifty fifty, probably like a forty sixty split. Nice. I love I love oral. I love giving it. I love receiving it. And he had a great cock to suck on. Like it it was had a the slightest curve. So if you were kind of like in that sixty nine position or even like face on where it doesn't oppose your throat too much. So if you wanted to like be a, a porn star and try to deep throat it, you still could. Like the mind mind placement of it and the physical like being of it wasn't it didn't it wasn't opposing. So like I could I could get him all in there. I, I assumed as soon as you said that you were fucking him facing him and you said something about his yeah. cock is perfect for riding. As soon as you s- said that immediately yeah. I was like, oh okay, I think I know the exact exact yeah. curve of his cock right now. <laughs> Like if we had a straight line pointed up and down, it's got like a 15 to 20% like Nick forward, like towards him, but not, not remarkable. Like it's, it's slight. Oh, so slight, but it's not stick straight. It was absolutely perfect for riding him face to face. Like it hit that pressure point I have inside. So somebody's fingering me. It's all the way almost to the tips of their fingers if they're the same size as mine in the pressure. And it's almost just like a tapping pressure. And if I were to squirt, I swear to God, that would be the button. Yeah. True. true. Like it's, it's. Yeah, his his cock hit it right there. So I had this incredible section. I we we finish up. He comes and oh, the way he comes was super fucking hot. I, there's like a manly moan without it being like too loud or too like non-existent because sometimes guys will be on like really polar, mm. like it's really 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 audible, almost uncomfortable, or like they don't say anything at all. He had a great cum. Yeah. Like his cum face and his cum noises were sexy, to, almost to the point like, ooh, do you, I was like, can you rebound because that was hot and I want to. Yeah. Like, Want to see it again? again. <laughs> 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 Little meat and curl up after making go for so long. Um, but there was lingerie everywhere. We were laughing, have a, having a great time, and literally planning to see each other again before I left Austin. Before we even left the bedroom and got dressed, like wow. it was that much fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I feel super blessed. It was such a great session. But what makes it extra interesting is I didn't tell my husband the details. It's something we share after I played is before, you know, he watches the video or when I like to tell him what I experienced so he can see it through my eyes before he sees it through a camera camera lens. Mm-hmm. And even when there's no cameras, that's something explaining sights and smells and making it really tactile for him from an auditory perspective. So something we did was the next day, and again, I left all the lingerie literally around the room, uh, went to bed that night, got up the next morning, and I was like, hey, we should, he's, he's like, I said, hey, I, I can't wait to tell you. And he goes, do you want to record it? I was like, can we, can we record like that reconnecting that hot wife moment? Because that would be so freaking hot. And we literally decide this in like moments. So he gets ready. My coffee's brewing and he comes up and he's got a camera on his person, brings me my coffee. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. I'm still naked in the bed. I had my glasses on. I was reading the morning news Yeah, and I totally forgot to take them on. So I kept my glasses on the whole time. 
that oh, this that's is going sexy on, there. by the way. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I'm still getting used to them. I'm still getting used to them because, like, I have shit distance vision now. This is part of the experience of peeling the curtain back, though. Like, if you, yeah. were, if you were going to really say this is legitimately peeling the curtain back, behind the scenes, hot wife, how the relationship works and the dynamic, like, you being at your authentic, still in bed, drinking a coffee, reading the news with your glasses on is exactly how I would want to see it. Because for me, I'm uh-huh. like, this is truly, and, and like everything, that you I film is truly an authentic yeah. interaction. So I, I love that. It was it was amazing. So everything we're saying and doing in this video, he's hearing for the first time how his cock felt in me and what it felt like to go down and just just everything, like how he said I tasted and like it's probably I want I don't want to call it dirty talk, but I don't know what else to call it. Like it's probably some of the dirtiest talk I've ever had that's ever been recorded, period. And you and I talk about some dirty shit here. Yeah. It it was intense and exhilarating because again, I have a little bit of an ex I'm a shy exhibitionist, I guess is a good way to describe me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was really pumped to have this new experience with him and it was super Super hot because all of it's a POV, right? Because the, the camera's on his person. So every angle, everything we do, it's as if when you watch the video, it's as if I'm with you. Mm-hmm while you're watching it like it's super I think it's super erotic and I think it's cool that it's like a companion piece to that hot wife video that I just recorded and then what happens after so if anyone's like ever wondered what that looks like that reconnection point and what they're referencing before like there it is maybe you know sociology we use it you know, 50 to 100 years from now. I I would still classify it as dirty talk because I think there's a difference between like performative dirty talk versus maybe, you know, what you're explaining to him, how how he Mm. felt going into your pussy, like how you tasted, how he tasted. These are real conversations that hot wives have with their partners versus say if I'm fucking somebody and I'm like, oh yeah, put your hard cock in my dirty whore little pussy. Like (laughs) teach that pussy a lesson. It's your pussy. Like these are, those are also things we say that's absolutely 100% dirty talk, but that reconnection and like explaining mm-hmm. that to them and you know when I'm back with my partner after I've been with somebody else yes there is always that like tell me what about what happened but I'm also like yeah that's your pussy mm-hmm. baby kind of stuff you know what I mean so yeah. I think that's really cool that first of all that your partner was like do you want to film it because again this is really a unique yeah. pill behind the curtain kind of look but mm-hmm. I think kind of cool for people to like you said get that real true authentic hot wife like what happens so how how was he asking like in in this scenario when you guys are doing this kind of you know discussion and reconnection and everything were you really taking the lead on explaining what was going on or is there dialogue from him asking you tell me about this tell me about the shape of his clock and that sort of thing so i usually take the helm and i set the scene i paint the picture i direct the narrative right because I'm trying to, especially, I, I, that's why I like to do it like really, really soon after, because I want to make sure I don't miss any of the high notes or any of the, the sexy, central erotic details that I know I enjoyed and by proxy he will enjoy, or there are things that we did that I know he likes that I can include. So I try to make sure that I run the narrative on that one so I don't miss anything and it's explained in the same timeline as if it's happening. Now, he he'll, he'll chime in and ask a question here and there to if he wants me to expound on some specific thing I mentioned, but it doesn't happen like consistently, maybe a couple times. Yeah, which also makes it hot because then it tells me there's something about that situation that maybe I didn't know he 
really liked and we could be oh yeah or there was something specifically about that interaction or just in general like I love digging into the brain and figuring out what makes them tick and tingle there did you guys ever did you replay some of the positions like as you're going through and telling him about the the experience did you say and then like let me show you and did you like kind of um like replicate I guess for lack of a better term did you replicate some of the positions you had with the guy the night before and been like you know I'm going to tell you but also I'm going to show you yes and no in this specific video I have done that I have done that before like I want you to fuck me like he fucked me or you're gonna fuck me like this he happened to put me in a position and I was like oh he did that and then I went into explaining what it was and how it felt and why I liked it because I mean we're compersive people so conversation and dialogue like that gets us both off it's such a unique thing I, I I really really like that because I mean even for me it's interesting to me because like I'm curious you know behind mm-hmm. your hot wife curtains whether you and your partner have the same yeah. conversations that my and my partner have post play yeah. with somebody else probably, like I'm curious probably because I do the like oh yeah this is your this is all your pussy baby like like reconnecting and, and making sure he knows that that's still that's his like yeah you 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 let somebody borrow your your things that's that's basically what what happened (laughs) but it's yours it's still yours (laughs) so when he was recording this what was the because it's a pov right as if i'm i'm the Uh one listening to this i mean i'm in the seat here was he just smiling ear to ear like was he what was his facial expressions going through like as you're telling the story was he kind of reacting in that like you could tell like the elevation of eyebrows every time he's like, oh, I can, you know, and you can feel his cock getting hotter and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was rock hard. And like, that's another measure, right? Like the harder he he gets or like if he starts to change pace, maybe he doesn't want to come just yet. Or maybe he's trying to just like maximize the moment. He does this half like smirk thing <laughs> to where one corner of his mouth comes up and like he's enjoying it a lot like that's one of the tells he has i don't want to give away all his tells <laughs> but that's definitely the it's like a half smile like oh yeah, we're a, both dirty. when you see that then do you then go <laughs> okay again like this this is something he's yeah. really enjoying and then you can like really dig deep into the the i guess more information and kind of extrapolate on that exactly exactly and it's like um putting the erector set together versus like a cat with a bala yarn like i'm looking for all the right pieces to build the building properly so that when it's it's the finished product. It's exactly what he wanted. I got I to gotta know because I got a dirty mind. Did he come inside you at this at the end of this POV <laughs> video? What was the situation? All right. You, <laughs> let's get nasty. Yeah. Let's just be really nasty for let's a do second. It. So it didn't come the night before. And I'm explaining this. And it's hot. And we're both kind of enjoying the idea of it being recorded. And I take probably the biggest fucking cream pie I've ever taken in my <laughs> life to the point where he pulls out and it's just like, it's pouring. And like, he, he got a great shot of it. Like, it is so much cum. I didn't know a human body can produce that much cum. That is like the perfect ending to, again, peeling the curtain behind and then just seeing that. Like, oh, yeah. The night before and then that. By the way, I should have called this the night of come because I didn't even talk about the way the other guy finished. And I think that's what got him off. So he pulled out. I had him pull out and he came. He said he was a heavy comer and I kind of like come. And I wanted him to come on my tip. Girl, I was covered. I looked like a fucking Krispy Kreme donut. And because I'm such a little shit, I had a camera at the end of the bed. I like wiggled like, down to the edge of the bed and I posed so you can get like it's just all <laughs> over me so like literally i've i've been covered from neck to knees and come at this point <laughs> like again i had a, i had a nasty fun weekend <laughs> or week i should say 
I love the fact that then in my head the next day you're at the airport getting checked in through the security line and you're like slightly maybe still smelling like not one but two guys come. No, I I had a couple of days before I had to go to the airport before (laughs) that. But I'm not going to lie. Like I was like the cat that ate the canary. I was peacocking a little bit, just walking down the streets in Austin. Like, you don't know what I just did, but (laughs) it was good and I loved it. And I'm just like, I have a song on my heart. (laughs) So Austin's treating you well. You said you were going to plan another uh, another catch up. Are you going to go back down to Austin or is he coming to meet you? What's the situation there? Yeah. So we actually did have a second round in Austin and we can talk about that another time um, because I know we're running out of time here but um yeah actually austin's one of those cities we get to just naturally yeah at least a few times a year nice. so yeah we're, we're staying connected he's gonna come up to florida to see you yeah yeah nice and uh because i know we have to get yeah we're running out of time what's the cock rating on this one out of five so this one out of five he's uh, at four all day long all fucking day long four out of five nice, nice length girth knows how to use it wasn't overly proud of it but confident like he had that big dick energy that wasn't toxic yeah And he knew what to do with it. So definitely four out of five. That's a great story. I love that. I love the the combination of the the hot wife date and the combination of the behind the scenes with your partner. That's just amazing. Yeah. Great diary story. It was great. So that's that's all I have. That's all she wrote, folks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm done. I'm covered in cum. I gotta go. Thanks for being here, everyone. I look forward to our next diary conversation with the slutty summer we're having. I'm sure we have lots to catch up on. Definitely. (laughs) See you guys next time. It's the end of today's diary entry, but don't worry. We will be back very soon with even more Hot Wife diary entries and antiques in two weeks. In the meantime, if you miss us, why not leave us a podcast review or check out our website for even more juicy fun from us. You can find me at aussiekate.com and my girlfriend at mrsmilford.com. If you're feeling especially frisky, check out the show notes. We've dropped them all in there for you. Until next entry, shh.